Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is 109 on a Saturday here at CCO, and each and every Saturday between 1 and 2 o'clock, we bring in Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to give the program a call. Once again, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Doug, how you been? Absolutely wonderful, Stevie. I'm a little concerned for next weekend. We're going to take off next weekend, right? I think we're going to take Saturday off because of uh, the day before festivities, but uh, we'll be back in two weeks. But we're here today. Phone lines are open. Text line is open as well. So we invite you to give us a call on the program today. Doug, one of the things we haven't talked about lately, and and we should open the show with this, is uh, the scams and and the fact that there's a lot of things going online. We, we've talked about uh, that uh, so-called Microsoft screen that'll pop up and you need to call this number and it kind of locks up your computer. But the ones that are really scary are where people call uh, your home, call your cell, and say you've got a problem with your computer. This stuff still goes on. I am so glad you brought that up. I have a computer coming in early next week. These people called an elderly senior lady, a little over 85, put her into an absolute panic, claimed to be Microsoft. Before she gave them her credit card number, she called her daughter, and her daughter said, stop, shut off your machine, and gave me a call. The thing here to keep in mind is these people don't seem to have a conscience. I, I mean, to call an 80-year-old grandma and start putting this type of fear in her over her computer, I, I just, it's absolutely unconscionable, this behavior. We cannot say enough. Be suspicious. Microsoft is not going to call you. Dell is not going to call you. HP is not going to call you. The only way you are ever, ever going to get a call for, about your problems with your computer is your internet service provider. If they see an enormous amount of activity that doesn't look legitimate, they will call you and say they think, and even that has come to an absolute minimum as of late. We all have to be more suspicious. I'm really glad you brought that up today. Yeah, it it is so important because we're being warned about Super Bowl-related scams and scammers in town and all of that. But but this is something that goes on year-round, and these people are very good at what they do. Huh. But if you get a call on your phone, your home phone, if you've still got a landline, or on your cell phone saying there's a problem with your computer, don't believe it. Hang up the phone. Um, and once again, if uh, an Internet service provider, CenturyLink, uh, Comcast, Xfinity, uh, whoever your internet service provider calls, 
uh, get a number, call them back, check it out, ask for more info Absolutely. before you give them any of your personal information, and and God forbid any money. Absolutely. Under no circumstances can we hand these people dollars and promote their bad behavior. It, it, we just cannot do it any longer. It, it's just completely out of hand. And keep in mind, when we buy a computer, that purchase becomes a part of public record. All of the data that's being sold about marketing today on the Internet is wide open. So if they call you up and they say, yeah, we can see that you're Dell or you're HP or you're a Seuss computer. We're calling from Microsoft. We are Microsoft. They may be Microsoft certified, but it's not directly coming from Microsoft. It's absolutely not coming from HP or Dell. They want your computers to run, yes, but they're not going to be scouring the Internet to make sure people aren't virused up or have malware on their computer. It just doesn't happen that way. All right. Our phone number on the program, and this call is all about, or this show is all about your calls and texts. Uh, the phone number is 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. So we invite your calls and invite your texts on the program today. Uh, from our text line, um, I, I'm not familiar with this term. I have a trip light serial to USB adapter. Windows 10 did an update, and the Windows 10 driver for the trip light is not being recognized. Any ideas? First of all, what's a trip light? A trip light is a universal power supply, an uninterruptible power supply. Okay. This is a company that competes with APC. Okay. Um, APC, if you have a software installed monitoring your APC and your electric, they use a USB cable. The serial to USB cable can be problematic. They're going to have to actually check, and, and this is going to get a little technical. They're going to have to take a look at how they got their COM port set up, COM1, COM2, COM3, COM4, check their IRQ number and their interrupt request. And if this party would like to contact me, I can connect up remotely. we got to get back to old school and configure this one. Windows Update has changed some memory addressing or something. This can be repaired. Um, here again, I am a huge promoter of APC. Triplate does a nice product as well, uh, but I just have a bias towards APC. Yeah, and that, that's one of those things. It's well worth the money because it, it does a couple of things. If, if there is a power outage, and this time of year the power is pretty stable, um, but what it does is year-round it, it stabilizes the power going to any of your electrical equipment. Exactly. And it gives you time, in case there is a power outage, to do an orderly shutdown. Exactly. If we were to take an oscilloscope and plug into an outlet, and this isn't just in the metro area, this is North America wide, that oscilloscope would actually show the highs and the lows in our electrical pulse. Generally, we're going to see 15 to 22% up and down. Now, if we plug in an uninterruptible power supply, especially an APC, and then we plug the oscilloscope into an outlet on the APC, you're going to see a 1% to 2% variance. I kind of think of it, Steve, as putting clean gas in your car, and it does make a difference with this equipment that is so sensitive to electricity. 
People don't realize that when you plug in a computer, you are actually converting from AC power to DC power for low voltage advantages. So this is, it's huge. And today, brownouts and low power is more damaging to computer than surges. And we really should say that from time to time on the show. Low power and brownouts and weak power is more damaging to electrical equipment today than surges. It's a bigger threat. Yeah, and and it's one of those things where I've seen people where they plug in their laptop to have that uh, power supply to charge your laptop plugged in to one of those power supplies. I mean, but if you have a desktop, I, I think it should be standard equipment. When, when you put in a desktop, you, you should buy one of those units as well. I agree. They will pay for themselves over and over and over again. And something else that we haven't mentioned on the show recently, with a laptop and you've got your AC adapter, your electrical connection from your laptop, notebook, or netbook, do not plug it into a UPS, or excuse me, do not plug it into a surge protector. Plug it right straight into the wall. That AC adapter is actually working kind of like a surge protector, but it needs as much juice as it can get. Your equipment will last much longer, and your battery will probably generate a full charge sooner. All right, let's go to the text line again. By the way, a great way to go is send your text for all our programs to 81807. That is 81807. Or you can call, and we have phone lines open right now. We invite your calls at 651 989 9226. Here's one we can both weigh in on. Cool. Do you see the future of watching television internet based? I think we're already there oh, in a lot of ways. There's now, no question. I will say that uh, we've con- gone back to the future with local television. I put an antenna on the roof and I get all the locals, uh, including Channel 4, but all the local channels. And then they've added, because of the advent of digital television, Channel 4 has a, a couple other channels you can access. That's true with all the locals. I, I get a dozen or more local channels for free over the antenna. So we've gone back to the future there. But I would say the lion's share of the television watched in my home that doesn't include the local over the years that I get for free on the antenna is is web-based. It, well, it's on the Internet. I'm going to guess that you bought a high-definition antenna as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you get a high-def antenna, the quality of the picture is second to none. It's absolutely phenomenal. Oh. I, I I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I mean, back it, to the future is really the way to way to say it. Yeah, and then I, I think television for all the other premium channels and sports channels and all that other stuff. I mean, we we have rapidly moved in the direction. When I upgraded my phone, for instance, I, I just had to do an upgrade. My, my my old iPhone five had seen better days. It was time to upgrade. So I, I didn't upgrade, and I got a pitch. AT&T now owns DirecTV. And DirecTV used to be, and, and still is, a satellite-based service. But they are moving rapidly in the direction of, of streaming. In, indeed. And, and there are a lot of streaming services out there. And I, I really feel like that is, the, the future's here already when it comes to, you know, the, the, the premium channels, the, the stuff you typically saw on satellite or cable before. Well, there's no question about that. And for those of us that have an Amazon Prime account, 
Once you start going through that Prime account, you will see that you can connect to HBO and Showtime and Cinemax and all the premium channels. I think what we're going to see here is we're going to see some serious competition between Comcast and Xfinity, CenturyLink, Prism, and DirecTV competing with Prime accounts and how they're streaming this particular video through their Prime accounts. Amazon is pushing big to get into TV. And a little unknown thing, Google is coming that way as well. Well, and Apple has made, you know, they've had the Apple TV device, and they're still contemplating what their strategy. But So you're right. Things are going to change even more. If no you doubt. thought we've seen a lot of change in the last five or ten years when it comes to television, I don't think you've seen anything yet. One twenty-two Tech Talk continues. Doug's in studio. By the way, phone lines are open. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Here at CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Thanks so much for joining us here on a Saturday at CCO Wolves on the radio tonight. They completed a one and two road trip where they visited LA, Portland, and Oakland. Once again, one and two on the trip. They get Brooklyn tonight. They got beat by the Nets. In Brooklyn earlier this season, an opportunity for revenge. We'll find out if Jimmy Butler will be in the lineup. He did not play in the Toronto game here a week ago or in the three games on the road. Once again, Wolves and Nets tonight. Eric from our Skyway studio following the news and weather at 6. John Fokey in our pregame show at 7.30. Alan Horton with all the play-by-play beginning at 8. Tech Talk, Doug in studio. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring in Marilyn. Marilyn, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hello, Doug. Hi, Marilyn. What's uh, up? Well, I was just listening to the program, and you were talking about scams on the computer. Indeed. And last Saturday, on my answering machine at home, I have a landline, they said that I needed to renew the license on my computer. I beg your pardon? They, they said I needed to renew the license on my computer. Huh. They Did they happen to mention what software package that was for? If you have antivirus or malware, that might be valid. Well, I had Kaspersky through Best Buy. Okay. And since I bought that computer, and that has that um, is out of date. Okay. Here's what I would suggest. Um, do you have Windows 7 or Windows 8 or Windows 10? Tell me that. All right. 10. 10? Okay. 10. I, I am going to suggest to you that you completely uninstall Kaspersky. Once that's done, restart your computer and make absolutely certain that Windows Defender is running. I think that's all that you need. Once you get Windows Defender up and running and turned on, you may want to open up a web browser, download and run ADW Cleaner. And that's A as in Apple, D as in dog, W as in winter, and the word cleaner with no spaces. And I would go to a Google.com, put that in the search box, ADW Cleaner, space, plus, space, Major Geeks. Download it right straight from the Major Geeks file depository. 
Run it. It's a portable program, nothing to install, and make sure that your computer is completely clean. And you should be good to go. Windows Defender and Windows 10 should suffice. All right. Why, if if Windows Defender is fine, did she buy a computer and get Kaspersky on it? It makes no sense to me. Me too. Um, and I don't want to be throwing stones or rocks at Best Buy. But let's face it. These people are here to sell. And uh, did they do you a favor? Well, maybe, probably not. But maybe. But uh, uh, the extra expense really is not needed in Windows 10, in my opinion. Most users, 99% of users, do not need extra protection over and above Windows Defender with Windows 10. All right, Windows 7, Windows 8, different story. And you have uh, a package you would recommend. I do. With Windows 7, I really, really like Malware Bytes. That's a paid subscription as well. An American company, they do a tremendous job. M-A-L-W-A-R-E-B-Y-T-E-S dot com or dot org. Take you right to their website. It's about 30 bucks a year per machine. send Malware. Windows 7, Windows 8, and below. Absolutely, I would use Malware bites. Just my personal bias. All right, let's get to another quick call before the break. Let's bring in Mary Ann. Mary Ann, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi, Mary Ann. Yes, see, uh, I have a, a three-and-a-half-year-old laptop, HP, Okay. and I use Windows 10, and all of a sudden uh, it is restarting several times during the day. Yeah, you know, this is interesting. I have actually gotten a similar call Five times in the last week. I've yet to get my hands on a computer to actually examine this. I'm not certain, but I think this has something to do with updates that are not quite complete. If you want to try this on your own, open up a Google page, google.com, in the search box. I want you to type in GWX control panel. Download this. This program is designed for Windows 7 or Windows 8 to prevent Windows 10 from upgrading. However, if you download the portable version, not the installed version, there is a section in there that you can run without interfering with your updates, and it's clear your update cache. I'm going to suggest that you clear your update cache, restart your computer, and see what happens. And the last computer I ran uh, GWX control panel to clear out the update problems in Windows 10, I saw 38,000 extra unneeded files. Once I got that done, it was like that computer is like turning on a light bulb. It just came to life. And I hope that helps, and thank you for the call. All right, we've got to run to a break. Phone lines are open at 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Tech Talk with Doug continues following the weather in a moment. It is Tech Talk. Saturday is between 1 and 2 here on CCO. Steve Thompson, Doug Swinhart in studio. Your call's always welcome at 651-989-9226. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, or software, whatever, feel free to call the program. Once again, 
800-919-9226. Uh, you can text 81807. That is 81807. One of the things we got on the text line from earlier, and we, we got into that text about, you know, the future of television, Internet-based. I think we're already there. Uh, more and more people are getting video content that way. Like I say, I went back to the future, put an antenna on the roof, and then for the other content, we stream it. Um, but but this was an interesting follow-up, and we haven't talked about it in a while. Right now, people on their cell phones get 4G service. Indeed. 5G's on the way. It's right and around it the corner. And it like it's going to be a game changer. It is. These cell phone towers, Steve, are designed, engineered, and installed to be maintenance-free for 250 years. If you stop and consider how a cabled company or a satellite company would have to compete with that, yeah, this is this also is another game-changer right around the corner. Yeah, so... Um, once again, we're, we're going to continue to see uh, changes in that type of technology. Wireless really seems to be the thing. You know, we, we've got so comfortable so quickly with Wi-Fi everywhere. It's not that long ago, if you wanted to get online, you had to plug it in somewhere. Now, that, that's becoming uh, maybe unique, if you will. Generally, anywhere I go with my uh, Chromebook, I, I don't even think about I need to plug it in. I, I need an Ethernet cable. You are right on the money. And it's time that we start talking about the new AC, 802-811-AC technology. This Wi-Fi truly is running the speed of Ethernet today. It's cooking. At my place, I connect up a, a newer computer um, on 5G, and I'm seeing speeds of well in excess of 100 megabits per second on my cable. That's... That's cooking for Wi-Fi. That's cooking. And it's going to do absolutely nothing but get better and increase in the very, very near future. Now if we could speed up Outlook at my full-time job during the week, we'd really have something. But that's another topic. All right. um, Yeah, you don't want to get me whining about Outlook. Yeah, (laughs) let's not get into Outlook at this point in time. 32 degrees here at CCO. Let's bring in Brett. Brett uh, from Hudson. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I talked to you a couple weeks ago, Doug, about my uh, Google Chrome not shutting down correctly. Okay. I tried to look in the settings, and I I just can't do it. I'm going to have to call you later in the week. Okay. I also have another question. We have the Gmail account, and we, four days ago, we got an email from Google. One security issue found in your account they say they've upgraded their security checkup to give you specific personalized recommendations and then take the two-minute checkup, and then there's a take action bar on there. I have not done that. I just want to know if this is legitimate. If you are looking at that domain name and it says support.google.com, it's probably legitimate. Uh, I can't begin to imagine what's going on with your account. But I'm going to suggest to you that you change your password immediately. And get a hold of me Monday or Tuesday. I want to take a look at this computer. We'll get your Chrome figured out, and we'll get this Gmail thing figured out. I just told a guy the other day that that Google is as safe as it gets on the Internet. And if you've got some kind of security issue on here, I'd like to see it. This is an anomaly for absolute certain, but make absolutely certain that it's Google. 
and make absolutely certain that you're doing this from a Google Chrome web browser. Uh, yeah, you might want to give me a call early in the week, and we'll get this handled for you. And, by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program today, as always. Let's go to Larry in Ham Lake. Larry, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, hi. See, uh turned on a computer this morning, and uh, uh, malware bytes came up, and it said to turn it on. That was off. Every time I try to turn it on, my computer freezes. Yeah, you got some malware running on this thing. Um, give me a call so we can get in to your services and find out what's stopping this. If this is a paid malware product, or even if it's a free malware bytes product, at this particular point, I am going to suggest to you in the meantime that you completely uninstall it, restart your computer, and reinstall it. If it's a paid product, you're going to have to re put in your license number and whatnot to initialize it. But I think that this thing is going to need a little bit of TLC. Something's wrong here. There is a lot of malware and viruses out there that is that are highly, highly sophisticated. These things will actually monitor and take notice of whatever protection software you have and disable it upon restarting your computer. Yeah, this is something you're going to want to address right away. And uh, if uninstalling and reinstalling doesn't do it, feel free to give me a call next week, and we'll get this thing taken care of for you. And thank you for the call, Larry. Have a good weekend. All right. There he is, uh, Larry. Thanks for the call. Um, Here are some from the text line at 81807. That is 81807. We've had a lot of great texts, and we're going to get into a few of those right now. We should remind you there's still time to call the program at 651-989-9226. That is 651-989-9226. Once again, you can text 81807. If someone was able to connect to you remotely and you turn the computer off, is that connection now permanently disconnected? Generally, I would say yes. However, log me in. TeamViewer, and many, many other remote control software, they are created in more than one flavor. Say, for example, TeamViewer. The TeamViewer I use is the quick support version. So the the end user has to initialize it. It comes up and gives them a nine-digit number. They give me that number verbally over the phone. I connect, and we've got full remote communication. Once we disconnect... Nobody has any access to anybody else's computer. Now, TeamViewer also has a version called Host Mode, where the little TeamViewer icon will reside down in the tray area and work as a TSR, Terminate and Stay Resident, where if that computer is idle and I can actually connect into that with no interaction from the other side whatsoever, Very rarely do I use the host mode anymore. Back when I was in business, if I had a a business that was paying me a flat fee per computer per month and I was working working on them at night and on weekends, yes, host mode is appropriate. But you have to use some caution with remote control software. I like the quick support. Great, great text, and I'm glad somebody sent that in to us, Steve. All right, 144 here at CCO. Um, what are your thoughts on 
Sea Cleaner. We've brought it up on the program before, um, and I think the follow-up to that is, and what they're wondering, what does Sea Cleaner do? I absolutely love this program, and I've used it for several decades at this point. The one main thing that we need to tell end users is Sea Cleaner should not be confused with cleaning malware or viruses. That's not what this is about. Sea Cleaner will actually should be considered to be a Windows optimizer. And by the way, Steve, Sea Cleaner is available for the Mac as well. Sea Cleaner goes through and completely erases all your temporary files, your cache files. All of the garbage that builds up on your hard drive and has a tendency to completely slow down your computer. In addition to that, CCleaner has a registry cleaner in Windows only because Mac doesn't have a registry. But it has a registry cleaner and it will help to optimize and clean your registry. In addition to that, there is a series of tools in CCleaner. The one tool I like the best, well, of course, it's got the uninstaller. But it also monitors what's running in your startup. You can actually go into the startup, and if you're not certain about something, you can disable it without uninstalling it. Restart your computer. See if something's missing. If it is, reopen CCleaner, go under Tools, go under Startup, and re-enable it. If it's not useful at all and just creating garbage on your computer, at that point, it's time to delete it. Sea Cleaner from the company Piriform is wonderful. And yes, you can download the free version. But I encourage everyone, if you've had it for three to six months and you see the advantages, by all means, buy it. Pay for it. You're going to get some extra features. But just as importantly, as we keep this business in business and we'll have a product years from now to use on our Windows machines to keep them clean and optimized. I love Sea Cleaner. I put it on every computer that comes into my house. All right, quick break. We have more calls coming up here on Tech Talk. We've got Ann and Ron waiting on the phone lines. We'll get to them right out of the break. And then uh, we will ultimately go to the text line as well at 81807. That is 81807. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 150 here at CCO. Thanks so much for joining us. Tech Talk, Doug Swinhart in studio. Uh, By the way, we'll take next Saturday off. We'll return in two weeks of course, we have uh, Super Bowl coverage next Saturday from the Cambria Gallery here on CCO. But Doug is back in two weeks. We've had a lot of good calls, and uh, we've had a lot of great texts as well, and we'll, we'll get back there in a moment. First to the phone lines, Anne in New Ulm. Anne, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, I have a question about my iPad. Okay. What is the life expectancy of an iPad? Mine is almost five years old, and it's starting to have some issues. You know, that's like trying to decipher when a light bulb is going to burn out. There's really no way to tell. If you're having issues with this thing, you may want a factory reset. I can tell you that my experience with Apple and Mac equipment has been phenomenal. They run and run and run and run. If it's asking for an update, please allow the update. If they get dicey, you might want to take a look at what apps you've got running in the background, 
but they, it's going to run and run and run with good care. Now, with that said, as an Apple consumer, you probably have been keeping an eye on what the tablets look like and the new iPads look like, and awful tempting to buy a new one. Pricing is good, uh, but there it's hard to tell what life expectancy is. I, I almost wish that we had laws that would give us what's called MTBF, mean time between failure averages, but there is no such thing in electronic equipment. Um, unfortunately, I can't tell you. If you got five years out of it, you're doing good. Another two would be spot on. All right, uh, let's go to Ron in Prior Lake. Ron, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, uh, good afternoon. Hi, Ron. So, yeah, I have a problem with my smartphone. It got uh, wet. It was sitting, uh, I think, for a short time in a small puddle of water. And I tried, dried it. It started up again, you know, even before I dried it out. Then I dried it out. And I plugged it back in, and when I plugged it back in, instead of going through the normal startup routine, I just would see bars of light. So somebody told me to put it in a bag of brown rice, which I've done. Right. But I still have tried periodically to start it up, and I still just get bars of light when it goes into the usual startup menu. So I was wondering, is there anything else I can do to try and recover? Boy, I doubt it. Um, Yeah, that's one of the big innovations with smartphones is becoming more durable and waterproof. Um, I I doubt it. Uh, you might want to take it back to your provider and let them take a look at it. But I I have I have a I have a strong sixth sense that a new smartphone is in your future right around the corner. That's one thing that they just can't put up with is moisture. Now, if you'd have got it in a rice for three days before you turned it on, you might have had a chance to save it. But even then. They just don't do well with moisture. Yeah, you might want to take the battery out and try to blow dry it with a blow dryer with soft, light heat. But if after that, you're still getting the same behavior, this is not good. That's, that circuitry in there is awful tight. And I wish I had better news for you, Ron. So uh, good luck, and you might want to start shopping. Yeah, I still can't believe that was a... Top priority when they started building smartphones. Indeed. How do we make these bad boys waterproof? And keep them small and light. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that's, a, that's a tough combination right there. Uh, one thing I should mention, though, I picked up, J.D., a refurbished smartphone. Excellent little Samsung, $180. Wow. And that came right straight from AT&T, so there was no problem with connection, no problem with accounts. Um there are some really good deals on smartphones out there as well. You, you don't have to spend $1,000 to get a nice smartphone. Now, with that said, once again, Stevie, we got to mention in electronics today, you get what you pay for and you pay for what you get. If you're going to buy the latest and the greatest, dig deep. But there's a lot of good equipment out there. You will find something in your price range. All right, uh, to the phone lines again, uh, let's bring in... Uh... Juan in Lakeville. Juan, you're on the air. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Uh, I just did a clean install on my desktop computer here of Windows 10. Okay. And I also put in a solid-state drive. boy. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I'm not – I was kind of expecting uh, better performance. But anyway, that's – Well, you're not issue. done. You're just getting started. Pardon me? You're not done. You're just getting started. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I'm trying to install Chrome. I got, I've, I've installed and uh, reinstalled Chrome about – three times here. 
the problem I'm having is that I'm having trouble getting my bookmarks back. I go through the process. I'm um, I'm loading them in from an HTML file, and it seems like it takes forever. It finally finally comes in, but then when I launch Chrome again, they're not there. Um, I think that HTML file might have been associated with Internet Explorer. In Windows 10, even though you've got Windows Edge, underneath Windows Accessories, Internet Explorer is still there. You need to copy those into Windows Internet Explorer and then open up your Chrome and do an import. If you have your Chrome account established... Most of the time, if people have Gmail, I set up their Chrome account with the same credentials using their Gmail account, and I put their bookmarks up in the clouds. That way, anytime you log into a Google Chrome browser, everything comes in automatic. If you have trouble with that, give me a call next week, and I'll walk you through that. Yeah, this is one of the pitfalls of updating the entire operating system is figuring out where your bookmarks and favorites were and how to how to get them to a central location. You're on the right track, but you got to find Internet Explorer underneath Drive C, favorites, users, and put them in there and then import them directly into Chrome, and you're golden. And I hope that helps. And if not, give me a call. All right, we've got to run, Doug. Uh, we are just about out of time. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, same time, same channel here on the CCO. Doug, what's phone number and email? Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. And, Stevie, we'll see you in two weeks. All right, sounds good. Tech Talk returns two weeks from today here on CCO next Saturday. We'll have a ton of. Super Bowl coverage, yeah. Super Bowl's coming to town. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.